Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey folks, it's Lyle. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about a new thing I'm doing where you can help support my lizard endeavors by becoming a premium member of this podcast over at therapygecko.supercast.com. Premium members or geck legends as I call them, will be able to get every new and existing episode of Therapy Gecko completely ad-free. They'll also get a bonus podcast episode once a month, a bonus live show episode once a month from all of the live shows I've been doing around the world, a members-only live stream once a month. Plus, you'll also support my ability to continue, hopefully, doing this podcast for a long time, doing it around the world, and also supporting my ability to occasionally go eat a slice of pizza. Go to therapygecko.supercast.com or find the link in the episode description to become a Gek legend today. All right, let's get into the episode. Hello. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm doing okay. I'm getting ready to go out right now. I'm doing my makeup, which is very exciting. Um, I can just get into it, I guess. Um, I'm going to a BDSM kink party tonight. It's anime themed, and I am gonna get walked around on a leash. Oh, it's a Sunday night, so don't you just? Do you guys not have work, <laughs> work tomorrow, or you? What's? I do. I work at six in the morning tomorrow, and I worked this morning. I worked at, I yeah, I, I worked somewhere that I probably shouldn't be going to a BDSM kink club. So. <laughs> Can I? It's, it, I, um, it's okay if you want to keep it under wraps, but what, where is it that you work where you add that you probably shouldn't be going to a BDSM kink club? I, I work at a, a place of worship. You work at a church? So I, I work, um, yes, I do. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Now, look, my, I am of the opinion that you can have both mm-hmm. a relationship with God and enjoy kinky bdsm sex i don't think those two things are mutually exclusive <laughs> see and that's my thoughts exactly but i just think it's a little funny to be at church this morning at like 9 a.m and then i'm getting ready like i right now i'm wearing like a latex nurse outfit and it's just like funny to go from my church clothes to that you know <laughs> now like- um is this something that you have always been been interested in no, um, so kind of. Actually, it's complicated because I was in a relationship for a really long time, so I didn't get to explore my sexuality. And then when I broke up with him, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to try everything. And I went a little crazy, but we dialed it back in, and now we're going to, like, safe events and safe things, and we're doing that to just, like, explore. So I have not done this before, at least not to this capacity, and it is new for me. Now, when you say when you say you the way you said safe things, like were you going to <laughs> stuff that was unsafe, and if so, what what made it unsafe? Oh God. Okay. So, like last summer, um, I decided because we broke up um, two like uh, about a year and a half, two years ago, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna meet up with every dude on Tinder ever, <laughs> and I didn't actually like. It's complicated about that because I didn't wind up sleeping around as much as I wanted to, but I did try to go to a couple people's houses without telling anybody where I was going and without having talked to them for more than like an hour. Um, and there was this one guy that I tried to meet up with and I accidentally got super high and I didn't go. 
And then he posted pictures of his gun on Snapchat like a week later. I was like, oh God, okay, he's been blocked. <laughs> there, there goes weed yeah, once unsafe. again to the rescue. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it saved my life a few times, but... <laughs> Okay, so you uh, so okay, so you broke up with this guy, and you were like, "I'm gonna just meet up with every dude from Tinder ever," and that was your um, version of a of a unsafe environment. Um, and then yeah, now, um, I did. Go ahead. Sorry, um, I actually I did wind up going to. Um, this is a little bit more recently, but I went to some concert recently, and I was gonna go by myself if my friends didn't push me, but it was just at someone's house. Like, I didn't know where I was going. I didn't want to tell anybody where I was going. And I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to show up at this random person's house by myself. And I'm just going to vibe. And to me, as like an ASAP person, that seems pretty unsafe. Um, so there were there were events that I went to where I should have been telling someone where I was going. Well, well I mean, what is, it's, uh, I mean, when you say it was at a guy's house, like it was like a house show, like a, like one of those DIY punk shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool, okay. but I did yeah. get hurt in the mosh pit. <laughs> and if I had been alone, I could have gotten like seriously hurt. Um. So now, uh, how did you f- start getting into these, uh, these, these of uh, more, I guess, official events? Um. So I have a friend who was working as a stripper for a little bit. And he was like, oh, you should do this, that, and the other with me. And I was like, okay, fuck it. I might as well. And I, um, and I guess when he was a stripper, he wound up getting, um, all his stripper friends were telling him like, oh, you know, um, there's these different events you can go to. And so he wound up following them all on Instagram and he showed them to me. And then that's how I wound up getting involved. Hmm. And, um, how many, how many of these events have you been to so far? Uh, oh God, I've been to so many. I've been to mostly his shows. So I went to like, I want to say like seven or eight of his shows. And then I've been to two or three like kinky clubs um, and they're all like different pop-ups. So those are pretty cool. But this is the first time I've been on the one this big, which is really exciting. And uh, is this, are these events uh, uh, adding joy and value into your life? I think they're adding human experience. Like it, it sounds kind of crazy. Like maybe there's joy, maybe there's not. I really don't know. But I really love trying new things and, and going out and doing new things. Like today, I, I I just felt the breeze in my body, and I was like, oh my god, it's like I'm a human. I get to experience human things, and this is part of that, you know. So I would say yes, but also not directly, you know. It is interesting because like, like sex is so else. like uh, fundamental to the human experience. It's like one of the most fundamental things to the human experience, and yet consistently relegated to a domain of shame. Exactly, and I think about that probably a lot more than I should. Um, and so, like, like when I first became single, I was like, I'm going to talk to every sex positive friend that I know, and I'm just going to get like different perspectives. I was so scared to like. I don't know, just like explore that side of myself and talk to people about it and be open, you know? What did you learn from talking to your friends? Oh, mm, I, I think the biggest thing is that like everyone has a really different perspective on sex. Because like I, I've talked to a few of my friends that are like, oh no, you've got to save it for the right person whom you're in love with. And then I have this other friend that I talked to who like, he was like, oh yeah, I just have, uh, he, I think he's had sex with like 200, 300 people, something crazy like that. And not to slut shame, it's just not normal, you know? And he was like, yeah, sex is just a thing people do and it's fun. And I was like, you know what? That's cool. And so like, I feel like I'm still trying to find my relationship with it. Yeah. And I think it's exciting to get different perspectives. Yeah, dude, you know, I, um, I've been seeing a lot of this, these like TikTok videos of, of like people talking, uh, who are, who are very like anti-porn and anti-sex work and OnlyFans and stuff. And like. I don't know. I don't feel like there with all this stuff, I don't feel like there is a right answer, you know, a right or wrong. It's just like to, mm-hmm. we we're lucky enough to live in a world where you get to make your own decisions and form your own opinions about it. And so for some people, they're like, you know, I've had sex with 300 people and whatever. It doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, and then for other people, they would be, mm-hmm. you know, horrified by that. And then for other people, it's like. 
you know, just one partner for my entire life. And uh, everyone hopefully gets to uh, do whatever they want without uh, infringing on other people's ability to do whatever they want as well. A hundred percent. And like, I think it's really exciting to get to explore those perspectives. Like, I don't think I could see myself, I'm so sorry. Um, I don't think I could see myself like having 300 sexual partners. I think for me, it is still kind of an intimate and personal thing. And I think that's why it's exciting to get to go to shows like this, right? Where I can like kind of explore my sexuality and be a sexual person and, and express that to the people around me without feeling the need to speak with a bunch of people and also to like, I don't know, just like get to, again, it's a self-expression part of it that I really want to get into the universe without sleeping around. Do you, what's the, what's the Christian deal? Are you Christian? Oh, um, so I was raised Christian and then I dated this guy who was atheist for a long time. And he was, um, really like one of those atheists that was like, everyone's atheist or you're stupid. And I was like, okay, this is weird. Um, Anyways, he, he kind of made me move away from the faith. Um, and I wouldn't consider myself religious by any means now. I'm definitely agnostic. But I've been working on healing my relationship with Christianity, whether or not I decide to be Christian, with this job. So no, I'm not religious, but I have a large amount of respect for it. And this particular tr uh, place that I work is really, um, they do a lot of good things for the community, and I appreciate that. What do you exactly do for them? Um, I do a lot of things for them. Um, I really don't want to dox myself right now, um, but I do a lot of their creative stuff, I should, I could say. What kind of creative stuff? Like if they like? need creative management, I, I do that. Okay. Are, are like, do you like run their Instagram or something? What, what would, I mean, you don't have to talk about whatever, anything you don't want to talk about, but what kind of creative things are they doing? Um, all sorts of things. Um, I help with presentations. I help with, um, I do help with social media. Um, I, I, that's most of what I do. Um, I do a lot of like graphic design for them and I really like doing that. Like I, I am so grateful to have this job because I, I work two jobs. I go to school full time and I like, I like this job a lot. <laughs> Would you ever hide a big penis in a folder somewhere and, and on, on a flyer, like somewhere like in the street? <laughs> you know, probably not. But where I would hide it is in my office somewhere. I would hide it in my office for whoever comes next. I, you know what? I might now that you said that. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's, that's, that's not a good idea. I mean, it is in it's theory. It's fun, though. Well, I, I actually did something similar at my old food service jobs because I worked in food service for a long time. I did that for like five five or six years. Um, and when I did that and the, a couple of the stores closed, not by any fault other than rent going up, um, I hid like little drawings of things around the store for the new managers to find. And it would be like, I'd label them X out of six and I would only put five drawings in the store. <laughs> Have you ever seen... Three jobs. Have you ever seen uh, this thing of, of how somebody hid a penis on the cover of the Little Mermaid VHS? No. Go, I've if never you're heard of it. Google, Google it. Yeah, somebody hid a penis. Uh, they had to like recall. A, this I don't know if this is true. Or oh, wait, 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 wait. Photoshop thing. Actually, I have seen this. I have seen this. I saw it a long time ago when I was like, I think I was like 15 when I found this. That's why it, it didn't click. <laughs> Now, um, what's your ultimate goal? What do you want to do with your life? Oh, gosh. That's a great question because I've been trying to figure that out. Because at first I was like, you know, I want to get married and have a, a good husband or wife. I don't know. And like, I don't just be happy in that with my love life. And then my love life fell apart. And I was like, shoot, well, now I really have to focus in on my art. And so I think my ultimate goal is just to... I don't keep trying new things and keep whether that be like this type of thing or, or artistic things or um i also want to meet as many people as i can i love talking to new people oh my gosh do you meet a, is there a strong community aspect to this uh sex dungeon thing are you meeting a lot of friends there <laughs> Um, so I'm going with my friend who is no longer a stripper, and then he invited one of his friends 
and I'm excited to meet her. And there's lots of people there, from what I can tell. Uh, the first general admission sold out, and then the VIP did not. So I almost had to get VIP. Really well, how much does it, how much the cost but, to get in? Um, well, my ticket was a little over a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. And my outfit was about yeah, my outfit was probably about oh god, like two hundred two fifty, and. <laughs> And then you buy drinks, and so there's even more in the drink aspect of it, you know? I gotta find my booty shorts. <laughs> that is a, that's an expensive sex dungeon, jeez. What is, so, is it just like, is it just a show, or like, people walk around and like, fuck each other afterwards? Oh god, I wish. No, it's, um, it's just a club. Like, it's like a club environment, I think, and then they have, they do have like a, um, I'm, as far as I can tell, they have a show, and it is someone getting tied up on stage. And it's actually really cool. I follow them on Instagram. They're super cool. They've gotten banned a couple of times and I followed their new accounts. Um, <laughs> and um, I, there's drinks and mingling and I think there's a spanking floor. I don't know if I can get to the spanking floor. I did, I did see, okay, actually I did go to one of these events before and I yeah. did see some guy, um, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum and I totally respect what he's into, but he was getting kicked in the balls over and over again. And it was mildly amusing because I just wasn't expecting it. And that was the first one that I went to. <laughs> I, I, you, I, want you to I want you to know something. I want you to know something. You, I, you saying you don't yuck this guy's young, you, you prefacing, you laughing at that. Guy who gets kicked in the balls for sexual pleasure, I want to give him, I want to give him some credit because there, he knows that that's funny. How does he figure this out? That's what I want to know. Apparently, he's notorious in my local area. Because I was talking to a friend about it. One of the friends, because I, I talked to a few friends about sex, and, and they have slept with like two, three hundred people. And I was like, "Hey, I went to this kinky club, and I saw this guy getting kicked in the balls. How funny! Like, <laughs> it was just weird." And my friend was like, "Oh, they pulls up a fucking picture of the guy on their phone and goes, yeah, I matched with him on Tinder. He's the only guy into that in this area.'" And I was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Um, anyways, that was crazy. That was fun. You know, I always, it's, it's, I've talked to people about this kind of stuff before. I'm not, I'm a pretty vanilla guy. I'm not a big, like, uh, uh, you know, beat the shit out of me or kick me in the balls or piss in my mouth or let me piss in yours kind of a guy. I wish I was though, because I feel like, um, you know, my, uh, uh, potential for sexual pleasure has a, it, it really, it's really got a ceiling on it. You know, whereas like guy getting kicked yeah. in the balls, he's like in the eighth dimension. I'll never experience what that's like. <laughs> I feel like I, I kind of agree. And I think that's also why I'm going to things. Cause like, I, I know I'm telling you that I'm going to this BDSM kink party and getting walked around on a leash, but I've never, I've actually never ha like had sex in a BDSM way. I've never, um, my ex, the ex that I was with for like, God, almost long long ass time um i we never tried anything kinky i think the kinkiest thing we did was like public stuff but it, you know what maybe i shouldn't say that on a podcast but too late <laughs> so before we go um, what's the like yeah. what are, is there i mean you don't have to you can get as specific or general as you want but what's the thing you're most excited to do it says here you're getting oh, walked God. around on a leash that is absolutely what I'm the most excited about because I've wanted to try that type of thing before. And like the humiliation stuff, I think it is really, really fun and it's super embarrassing, but also like, I don't know, I've always been kind of into it. And so I'm excited to have that opportunity, especially with a hot girl. Oh my God. I want to know. So I want to know something. Really from, I want to be, so, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Fish what you were going to say. Oh, I was going to say, I'm still only looking to make friends. Even though I'm all, oh, she's so hot. She is. I'm just excited to have fun with the friends. So, anyway, um, what, what do you want to know? If if you went to the confessional and you told the prince, <laughs> I love getting walked on in the sex dungeon. I love getting shown around on a leash. I love this crazy BDSM sex stuff. But I don't know if it aligns with uh, uh, the religious institutions uh -huh. that i have aligned with what do you think he would say i'm just uh, knowing priests and knowing you and your yeah. life what do you think he would say so so that's a great question because one time i went into his office 
and I saw a book about sex on the table. Um, it was something like priesthood and sex, everything you need to know. And I was like, I'm gonna take a picture of that and get an idea of what he thinks about it. So that I'm not just like, uh, I don't know. I, I, they're pretty accepting is the point. Um, and I think them being accepting means that they won't, I don't think that they'll have a problem with it. I really don't. I do think they might not want me representing them um, if I'm talking about it, but <laughs> that's a little bit different, you know? I'm not posting nude photos of myself online, so. All right, well, I, I'm definitely gonna go to Kindle and search for priesthood and sex and read at least the first couple <laughs> pages of that book because it sounds very interesting. What did you, did you read any of it? No, I just took a picture of it. Um, this was relatively recently, so I didn't get a chance to. I'm, I'm really busy, so it's like hard to do these things. Yes, it sounds like you have um, a, a very, very busy schedule. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, um, I am going to see you in L.A. Oh, you're coming to see me in L.A.? I'm coming to see you in L.A. I'm so excited about it. I'm leaving class early to come see you. It's not your fault. I just wanted to. I would do it anyways. But I'm very excited about it. Beautiful. Well, maybe thank can... thank you, man. Well, well, oh, you were going to say maybe you um, want to come talk about this on stage? Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see for sure when, it, when the time comes. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I feel like we've – I feel like – I've talked to somebody on stage once about this. I talked to a dominatrix in London. That was pretty interesting. They came on stage yeah. wearing uh, all this like spiky gear and stuff. I was afraid that they were going to poke my eye out with it. So I moved the chairs back a little bit. But uh, Amanda, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, spread love, not hate, and uh, do what's best for you. Beautiful. So thank you. Have a good night, guys. Thanks, Amanda. Have a good one. Yeah, I should have asked what the club was. You know, just for research purposes. Actually, I was in. Um, I was in. Poor. Uh, I did a show in Portland recently, and somebody came on stage and talked about. Uh, uh, well, no, it wasn't in Portland. It was San Fran. Yeah, I was. I did a show in San Fran, and uh, somebody came on stage and talked about. Um, his experience going to one of those dungeons. I've never been. I kind of feel like it would be an interesting thing to 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 check out. And actually, I told I told him that on stage, and he was like, "You should come, you know, wearing the gecko suit." And I said, uh, "I feel like that would uh, draw the attention of a certain demographic, not necessarily, um, you know, a general one." All right, next call. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Howdy, howdy. Is hey, hey, wild? how's it going? Yes, sir. Is this... Uh, <laughs> Pork? That's a great fake name. I love that. Pork. What's going on? You know, just uh, living the dream. Sometimes it's someone else's dream, but we're out here living. But yeah, but uh, how are you? It's so nice to hear your lovely voice. Uh, it's good to hear yours too, man. What does uh, pork come from? Where does where did you come up with that name? So my entire life I've been called pork chop by all my homies. I have friends whose parents don't even know my real name. They've known me for decades and it's just pork chops. So there's not really an origin story behind it. Just pork. <laughs> well, pork. Yeah. Um, it says here that you called in because you, uh, you say you, it says here you lost your girlfriend to due to drugs and prostitution. And you want to talk about that? 
I mean, yeah. You know, I don't really talk to many people about it because it's kind of obviously on the more embarrassing side. But I guess, I guess you could say my whole life I've had a bit of an issue with impulse control, whether that be like spending money like an ass, um, just wanting to get things done as soon as possible, um, getting as high as I can, as quick as I can with no issues. Um, for a while there, I was using pharmaceuticals like a lot of people our age tend to do. And I had a, an amazing girlfriend who gave me everything I wanted, was never hard on me about doing drugs. And I think it got to the point to where I let, I guess you could say, sexual urges get the best of me. And like I was saying, with the impulse control, around last year, around Christmas time, when I got my Christmas bonus from work, I did a little bit of a quick, provocative, wrong thinking, and I slept with a lady of the evening. And to make it worse, as the time went on, within the coming months afterwards, I did it again. And, you know, I love my girl. I know how you feel about people going through each other's phones. I've never been one to hide things, so I never really cared. But I never deleted any, any proof of what I did, and she found out. And, you know, I broke her trust and whatnot, but she stuck around for a little bit. And now it's to the point to where she's... In my life, bare minimum, I guess more or less because she gets worried about me. But I think I'm just having a lot of troubles with dealing with being by myself again. Like more than normal and I can't, uh, can't really put my finger on it. If, like how to feel because there's a whole lot of guilt. There's a lot of like obviously sad because we're not together. But I think I'm angry at myself and Obviously, you can only go up if you're so down low, but you get what I mean, I hope. Um, now, okay, so you didn't tell her you were going to see the, the prostitutes. It was, a, uh, it was a sneaky visit. Of course. It was like, oh, I have the money. I'm on the internet. I used to work at a gas station out by the airport in St. Louis, and there's a lot of ladies of the evening that would be frequent there. So I've never in my life ever known where you go to look for that kind of thing other than just someone asking you on the street corner like in the movies. But I learned about this magical website where there it was a smorgasbord of very less than I'd call beautiful women offering themselves up. And it's always kind of been in the back of my head. I'm a lonely man. I've, you know, it's very rare that a woman comes around in my life that I really feel like is either worth the time or they're really about me. So, you know, never really thought about it. But then I guess I almost want to say it was cockiness. Like I have everything I want right now. I got money. I got my own place. I got a beautiful girl. Like what else would someone with not I'm not trying to say I'm made of money but what else mm -hmm. do I do with this extra money you know what I mean and I let my second head do the thinking you know what I mean so um how long ago was it that you uh your girlfriend found out about this this was like and this is gonna make me sound horrible I'm just saying it throwing it out there it was like directly after Christmas or like right before Christmas. So like uh, Christmas, 20, we didn't 22? go to. Yeah. 2022. Okay. Um, and when she found out did, when you, now the way you phrased it, where you were like, she's still around because she cares about you. Does that, are, you guys are not still to dating. Are you, but you are in each other's. Life. We, we, we were for a while there. And, you know, uh, there were, she told me when we kind of got back together that it's going to be hard for her. It's gonna, she's going to have nights where it's going to be something all she can think about. It's going to be nights where she's going to be able to brush it off. But it just kept feeling like, and this isn't something, I guess you could say maybe part of me would get annoyed with it, but not annoyed, but just like wish it would just stop. 
But there, the nights where she would be really thinking about it just kept going. Yeah. And it didn't ever stop. And it kind of got to the point to where she just, you know, even though everything was kind of going good for the last few weeks, she just kind of was like, I can't, like, I can't get it out of my head. I don't, I can't not, like, think about it. Now, the thing is, is even though she'll tell me that and she doesn't want nothing to do with me, we still have those moments where she's like, I miss you. I can't not be around you. So, like, we'll spend the night together and it's not purely like sexual based or anything it's just we do have love for each other in our heart and it's like we still enjoy the comfort um how long were you guys together for less than a year so that's something that i try to remind myself i guess whenever i get down about it but it was definitely less than a year like months not like even close to a year it's coming up on a year if we were still together. So are you, are you still, uh, going out and how, how are you now with the drugs and the prostitutes, uh, as of today? Uh, I'm not going to lie. When I get into bad head spaces, I do kind of self indulge. I definitely like, there was a point in my life where I would go out of my way to eat like fake Xanax. You know what I mean? Nowadays, I won't lie, I probably drink a little bit more than I ever have. Never been a drinker. I don't really, I'm not the kind of person to go looking for drugs because you can't trust drugs nowadays. But like, I don't know. I don't really like, I wouldn't say I'm actively looking for drugs to try to soothe this because it's not, I know it's not going to get me anywhere further. I just like, I, it's been one of those things where like I kind of look back and looked at everything that I just did and I've just been kind of grossed out by it. Mm-hmm. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, like I don't like yeah. who I am, I don't like what I became. Yeah, um, I, like the the impulsiveness. Like, can, can I ask how old you are? Yeah, I'm 26. Just turned 26. Okay, we're around the same age. Is um, has the impulsiveness been a thing in your life for a while? My whole life. My whole life. I, and it went even to like, when I say in, like my whole life, I mean like small things. Like, this is going to sound spoiled, rotten little shit of me, but like my, I was an only child growing up. So like, you know, if I wanted this, I wanted that. I would throw a temper tantrum till my mom gave me a list of chores so I can get what I wanted. Um, if we're, like I'm driving the car somewhere to get somewhere it's not that i have road rage but like don't get me wrong i need to get the hell around this car to get where i'm going um when i only have like 200 bucks left in my account as long as my bills are paid i'm like screw it i'm gonna go buy the biggest bag of weed and then like you know and this is funny because i've heard about this on another stream i'll go do the the whole doordash instacart you know snagging some food low-key for free doing that whole scam from time to time and that's like how i eat you know what i mean like i'm kind of a dirt bag whenever you think of it in a lot of aspects i haven't really done as much growing up as i felt like i need to and now i'm at a point to where i feel like i need to start growing up being a grown man but i don't really like i have a good job i don't know where to go from here you know what i mean i'm kind of feel like i'm at a, a stuck place let's talk real quick so um this whole thing happening with your girlfriend and it's it's okay if 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 not like did did it catalyze any desire or like actions towards any change for you any change what um like did it did it catalyze a stronger desire for you to like change your behavior or work on your impulsiveness yes at first when she called me the first time she found out the first time i definitely was feeling bad about it i'm like oh i need to stop being like this but after the second time there was a large amount of guilt that i felt even after i'm leaving the place that it happened I'm like thinking to myself, like, this is bad. This is gross. That wasn't worth the money I just spent on it. The woman wasn't even attractive. And then I sit back and I look at it and it's just a whole, 
yes, the answer is yes to your question, but it came after the fact. And it's like I'm looking around at all the little things about my life that I'm doing wrong, and it's just kind of piling up now. So, yes, it definitely had a hard negative effect on the way I think about the, my impulsiveness. Okay. So t- today, let me let me ask you this. Um, the road ahead for you, like what do you – what do you desire? Like you're unhappy with who you are right now. What would a, a better version of you look like for you? I think, and this sounds, and I hate saying that money is a, a make or break whether or not I'm happy, but like the way I spend money and my impulsiveness doesn't ever feel right in the moment. Um, I love smoking weed. I've been smoking weed since I was too young to be smoking weed. And I'm at the point to where I'm like, oh, I don't have weed, then I'm not going to be feeling good. I want myself to be in a place where it's not that I necessarily, you know, am like, oh, completely sober. And, you know, I'm, you know, reading the Bible every day to get myself on track. But I just want to kind of appreciate myself more. Because when I get like this and I do things that are my own fault, it's like a whole lot of hating on myself. And I can sit here all day long and tell you what it is that I'm hating about myself. But when it boils down to it, what am I going to do to change it? You know, Lyle, I can't give you – go on. Have you – I'm I'm, I'm down to talk to you more about this. But is this something you've talked to about a real – is this something you've talked to a real therapist about? Yes. Yes, okay, I'm what getting they, what into they, it. You know, I, I, what did they tell you? Go on. They're the, the, the gentleman I'm speaking with is very old school to the book, and he's just like, oh, you need to alienate yourself from your girlfriend and leave that, leave that be because that's the past. You can't go past from that. But he's also very like, oh, you need to go to bed on time. You need to try to set uh, more healthier schedules and routines for yourself. <laughs> and, you know, like, the most cliche things you could hear. And it's not that I'm not saying that with unreceptiveness because like getting up in the morning, making sure my laundry is done, going to work on time every day has literally been the only thing keeping me going. So like, mm-hmm. yes, I can agree to it to an extent, but when it boils down to it, it's like, I don't really, I just feel like I'm kind of like everyone else. And I'm kind of just like stuck in this, this 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 midway of my life and I don't know my next step I don't feel that I have much talent mm-hmm. and I feel like the few things that I get going for me that are good or the one thing that I had going for me was this amazing girl that I could have okay. spent the rest of my life with you know okay, what I mean let me, let me let me a few things one I laughed when you said that um your therapist was by the books and was telling you to uh go to sleep on time and do your laundry and stuff. I laughed because, uh, dude, I went to see a therapist, talked to him about a whole bunch of stuff, and he fucking told me the exact same stuff. He was like, <laughs> I swear to God, the same thing happened to me, dude. He was like, he was like, you got to go to sleep. He was like, he was like, are you eating healthy? I was like, not at all. He's like, are you exercising? I was like, not at all. He's like, are you sleeping? I was like, not at all. And he's like, well, you got to do these things. And, and I kind of was like, I was, I was a little bit, um, back and forth on it because I was like, do you not have anything else more esoteric to tell me? But also, yeah. like, but but also, well, fucking shit. Maybe, maybe doing all those things would solve a lot of my problems. And to tell you, by the way, to tell you, I've done none of those things. I'm still, I'm still very unhealthy. And um, I have more things I want to say about your situation. But first, do you, did you do those things that he told you to do? As much as I can. I've okay. been doing my laundry. My room has probably been the cleanest bin it's been since I was a child. I go to work every day. I don't be calling off anymore. I don't go to work every morning with, uh, oh, this day is going to fucking suck. I go to work with, uh, well, at least you're getting your job done. I um, The sleep thing has actually been kind of bad. I've been having a little bit of um, trouble sleeping and I keep having not nightmares, but like I keep having dreams that like I can't help or save my ex or that like I'm in a really uncomfortable Um, situation that has nothing to do with my life. I want to say I want to say a few a few more things to you. 
Um, first of all, I think, um, and I'm a hypocrite for telling you to do this because I, I haven't done it, but you should listen to your therapist and like, don't, re- I wouldn't rebuff, don't rebuff what he's telling you. I'm speaking to myself. Don't rebuff what he's telling you until you've actually done it because chances are it will make you feel a lot better. And then second thing is like dude, the way you. that you I just I just the way that you told me I don't have anything going for me except for for my girlfriend is like and I've said this a, a bunch of times and I've thought really hard about it is like if the only thing keeping you in business upstairs in your brain is like a a a, a relationship you know you're you're fucking yourself man like you got to have things in your in your life that you that are just with that are within you that are making you feel <laughs> confident and happy and i know that you're just beating the shit out of yourself because you feel guilty about the way that you've been in the past and you but you're bro like we're 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 young guys man you 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 don't th- you have several more decades of life ahead of you and I hope you realize that. I hope you think about it every day. You have several more decades of life ahead of you in which to work on being the kind of person you want to be. And even though it feels good to just beat the shit out of yourself, you're not going to get there if you keep doing that. So I, I, I understand the natural impulse of beating the shit out of yourself. I, like I, bro, I do it too. But I just hope you understand that you're not going to – that's a it's a it's a bottomless hole. It's a bottomless, unproductive hole to just keep beating the shit. I think there's a lot to be said in thinking deeply about what you've done and 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 the person you've been in the past and analyzing those things in a productive way to make sure that you don't do them in the future. But like, do it do it productively. You know, a- acknowledge the things that you did wrong. Acknowledge the things about yourself that you don't like. And then instead of just gathering it as information to build a case against yourself of how much of a piece of shit you are, gather it as as information to help you move forward. Because you're only you're a young guy. You shouldn't just throw yourself away like that. And your therapist telling you to alienate yourself from the girl. I don't know. I don't want to tell you what to do or what not to do. But it does kind of sound like. For both of your guys' sake, that's not the worst idea. Probably best. Yeah, um, but don't. But You're don't. Right. Like, but dude, don't look at it like, oh, I've lost the only thing in my life that will ever matter to me ever because I'm such a piece of shit. You, you can do so many things. You can do so many things. What, do, what is your, what's your job right now? You said you have a high-paying job. What's your job? <laughs> You've literally talked to somebody who does this before, and you hated the phone call. It's I kill bugs for a living. But I promise I don't care about the environment as hard as he does. I don't. I don't. I didn't hate him because he cared about the environment. I hated him. I think because I was trying to. But you know what I mean. He was. Funny. He was boring. You kill bugs? Okay. Do you? What, what do you? Outside. What do you want to do with your life, man? Like what? What? What excites Listen, you? that. When I when I was younger, I wanted to, and it sounds so you know, post-millennial of me, but I wanted to make a clothing brand when I was younger. I also, when I was in high school, I wanted to do computers, but right out of high, that was like, I decided that was like the main thing I wanted to do. And right out of high school, I got all these certifications, but then I fucked off for three years. And then as soon as I went back to try to get back into computers, things changed so rapidly that it's like, wow, I have to kind of start from the drawing board. And then on top of that, I've worked in office jobs before, right out of high school, and it's miserable. And like, I sounds like everyone else our age, but like, I don't know what to do. I collect Pokemon cards like a fucking child, and I have the coolest collection of Pokemon cards. That's a great hobby. I bet you do. But, but I can't sit here and like do anything with that. I don't know like what I really want and. I think that's hard all on its own, and I promise you, bringing it up on this call, it's not something that I kill myself over in my head every day. But I definitely, okay. like, I feel like I am not lost, but you know what I mean? Just yeah. kind of confused. Yeah. On... Um, what's your name again? Hold on. It says it right here, actually. Pork. Oh, okay, Pork. Pork. Um, hmm. Pork. Pork. <sighs> 
Let me think. I know I'm a, I'm a hard one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I'm happy to be talking about this this right now. Um, hmm. I would first of all keep seeing the real therapist. <laughs> Don't if it's okay. It's good to analyze the past and learn from it, but don't uh, throw it. In, don't weaponize it against yourself on a daily basis. And then... I think that, that that's important. I think out of and I know you're probably about to say something else, but like I hear that obviously from a lot of people. And I know it sounds very fanboy of me, but Lyle, I listen to you every day at work while I kill bugs, and it means a lot to hear that from you. Thank you. I, I just I feel, want you to know that. I feel it, it's like I'm right there killing the bugs with you, and that makes me feel good. <laughs> I had a ton of ants infest my car recently. I deserved it. I left it. Borax. Leave a plate of borax, sugar, and water on the floor of your car. And leave it there overnight. (laughs) I know it sounds like how the bugs get there in the first place, but the borax will kill them. (laughs) Pork, um, you know, here's the thing. I don't don't think in the next um, two minutes I'm going to uh, completely rewire your brain to be more optimistic about your life. But that's what I hope for you. Okay, so um, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the next week just with a smile on my face, and I'm gonna try my hardest not to beat on myself because okay. of this conversation. Okay, okay, good. Try not to be again. Try not to beat on yourself. Try to think about uh, you know. I don't know. You said you want to start a clothing company. You could do so many. This is we're gonna go in circles here, but I just want you to know you could do so many things. Try to do some shit that's not uh, you know get into another relationship that that is beneficial to you and try not to you know throw yourself out when you're still in 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 what i believe to be your infancy okay i i got you i appreciate you lyle all right um also are you you're wearing a condom when you're having sex with these prostitutes right Yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. In fact, okay. when I did, and I would buy a box, and I would always leave it there for whoever else came because I don't want no one to have no CDs. Very gracious of you. The yeah. All right, Pork. Is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? I just want to tell the people of the computer to buy your merch and don't take <laughs> for granted what you have, and. You know, just uh, I haven't read the chat once since we've been on the phone, but please don't be too mean to other people on the phone. Uh, I, you know what, Pork, uh, save save the money you would spend on a T-shirt and continue to go see your real therapist. 100%. I got your back, Lyle. You have a good night. All right, man. You too. Take care. You know, uh, I'm trying to think about what I think about that whole thing. Um I don't know. I'm I'm always I'm trying to be fucking optimistic. The whole th- here's the thing for that for that girl's sake, the girl that he was seeing. And I and I by the way, I believe him when he said that that girl still has feelings for him because relationships are they're fucking complicated like that. Um, but it does seem as though, and again, I don't. I'm not trying to tell other people what to do but it kind of seems as though um them spending time away from each other would be best for all parties involved and uh i don't know i hope he i hope that pork finds something um to do that fulfills him that's how i don't have i don't have i don't have answers for a lot of these things right because you're born and then you can there's colors and sounds and then you die and uh your gift as a human being is that well some of some of us are lucky enough to have the agency in life to uh decide what we're gonna do and that can be a tough decision to navigate i don't have the answers for it but um you know pokemon cards isn't a bad one
Hello. Hello. Oh, you're doing a bit. No. Yeah, you are. I'm not doing a bit, sir. I just want to talk to you about my business. I want to see if you think it's a good nope, idea, nope, all right? Here's nope, the business. Nope, no, no, no. Elon no, Musk nope. right, has told five, me that sheep four, and human should three, be able to be able to be two, bred together. I one. want to have a human and sheep hybrid. All right. So right now he's talking to himself. I put him back in the queue. Let's see if he's still. Let's see if let's hit the talk button again. Hello? Brother, I haven't left. I need to talk about this business with you, all right? Human all right, and sheep hybrids, Steven, all Steven, right? Steven, That's Steven, what Steven, we're going to do. Steven, shut up for two seconds. Shut up for two seconds. Uh, can I talk to you? Will you let me talk? I'm waiting, brother. All right. You have, t- you literally, you, you have two options because you're doing a thing. And uh, we could talk. Your options are we could talk with you not doing a bit or we just won't talk. Wh- which would you rather do? I would rather talk to you about my business of having human and sheep hybrids. All right. Now, Elon Musk is investing in this business. Elon Musk is investing in it, yes. Elon Musk will invest in Uh this business, brother. I'm telling you right now. All right. Now, we've got women. We've got men. We've got transgender. We've got everything up and down the board. But what we don't have yet is an animal and Any human hybrid. Now about. think about how much we would save on food if yeah. we have people just eating wheat and yeah, hay you know and bacon. Yeah. No, I don't care about this anymore. Let's move on. That was a good voice. He could use that voice for something better than that. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, folks. It is Lyle. I just returned back from going all over Europe to do live shows. And while I was there, I recorded several interviews all around a bunch of different countries on the street with people and I said words to those people, and it was cool, and I, I, I hate doing these intros. Basically, uh, this next section is a conversation that I had at a park in Lisbon, Portugal, with two young skater guys, and uh, it was a really cool conversation, and I learned a little bit about Portugal and uh, how they feel about the U.S. and how they feel about life, and it's a nice conversation to round out all the phone calls with, you know, some some real-life chit-chat. So I hope that you guys enjoy it, and if you do, you can go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Forever, and type in Being a Gecko in Lisbon, Portugal, to watch the whole thing. Okay, let's get, let's transport ourselves right now to the magical land of a park in Portugal talking to some guys. Have a seat. Sit down. Here we are. Here we are. What's We're up? here in Lisbon. Yeah. What's your name? Spike. Spike? Yeah. Nice to meet you. Are you a skateboarder? You look like a skateboarder. Yeah, I am. Okay. How could you tell? Uh, what, what's, can you do a, can you do a, a tray flip? No. Can you do a kick flip? I kind of suck, to be honest. You kind of suck? Yeah. Okay, how long have you been skating for? Like, seriously, for, like, three years, maybe. Three years? Yeah. Okay, nice. Um, what, what is your dream in life to be a professional skateboard person? No. No? I'd like to be, like, a tattoo artist, A tattoo maybe. artist? Yeah. Okay, what inspires your tattoo tattooery? I don't know if, you know, like, this artist. I, I think she's from Denmark or Germany. She's called, um, oh, what's her name? Damn. She has like some really cool drawings. Dude, your friend looks so high right now. 
He is kind of high. We are both. <laughs> he was. He we just are said both I am. very high. Oh, okay, cool. Well, life I in Portugal. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, look, this is we're here in California where it's legal, so that's all good. Oh yeah, California. Um. All right. So, uh, what what kinds of stuff have you been? Wait, what's the name of the artist? It's it's Bowser. Bowser. Bowser tattoos. Yes, I remember. Okay. I know Bowser, but I I know a different kind of Bowser from you probably. <laughs> I'm talking about the turtle guy. Uh. Uh, not not the, him the, the turtle but he's also pretty cool yeah he is pretty cool is he your cousin is bowser my cousin yeah that's a good one because we both look like we're both green turtle we're both guys. like i wish bowser was my cousin man he could get me a he could get me in for free to his the super mario world at nintendo yeah. but instead i gotta you know talk to people i gotta talk to people Dang. in lisbon a- at all times i wish i was at the super mario world in <laughs> universal but instead of in stupid lisbon talking to people about life That's a good photo. Uh, what do you think about all day? What are you? What are your primary thoughts in life? Well, um, depends on the day, but I think usually just getting home and smoking. You think about just getting home and smoking? Yeah. Okay. Life in Portugal is pretty tiring. Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? What are you doing? <laughs> what's up? Yo. How you doing? I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna. What's your name? Yo, my name's Sada. What do you are, do? You live here in Portugal? Yeah. Yes. Oh shit! What what are you doing here? Music, man. Well, I'm trying. Okay. Nice. What are you doing here? I'm talking to people about their hopes and dreams. Shit! Like, <laughs> such a cool gig, man. Yeah. Oh, you guys know each other. Yeah, she's yeah. my classmate. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> we're here. We're here talking to people in the streets about life. Yeah, it is pretty sick. It is kind of well, sick. Well, so Spike was saying about what they what what do you talk what do you think about all day? Getting home. Getting home and smoking. Yeah. Do you have any aspirations outside of that though? Do you have like stuff you like? Well, you want to be a tattoo artist, you said. I like to write and read also. What do you write? What do you write about? What do you? Usually, um, melancholic, sad boy stuff. Melancholic, sad boy stuff. What's making you sad though? I don't know. You don't man. have to talk about it if you don't want to. But I don't know. It seems I mean, you have you have all these friends. You got um you know, you I you, mean. Know, you know how to do a kickflip. That's pretty great. <laughs> you have uh I mean, like, I don't know you that I don't know you at all. But just from like the 2 seconds I've been talking to you, life seems like I mean, just on I know obviously things are different from how they appear, but you seem like you're you're living well. Sometimes, depends on the day, honestly. Hmm. How do you know this do you want to talk? Okay, come come say hi. What's up? What's hi, what's how are your, you? what's what, here? Have a have a kneel down. Okay. I'll didn't talk to both of you guys. This is cool friendship. Yeah. What what's uh what's your name? I'm Sergio. 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 <laughs> almost All there. Right, almost cool. there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What's um what should I know about Portugal being here? Uh. I don't know. Uh, Portugal is not a country for Portuguese people. No, there is a lot of tra- stranger people, and it's difficult to us to find a Portuguese people. Yeah, I haven't. I, none of the people I've talked to so far have been. Um, have been Portuguese. They've all been uh, 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 from all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your, what's your dream in life? Um, being an artist, a music artist. Being an anarchist. Why does <laughs> no, no, no. Why does a music, a, music, a musician, oh, okay. a music an artist. Because I talked to like, everybody here wants to be an anarchist. <laughs> Let's see. Um, music. What kind of music? Uh, I sing and I produce and play a bit guitar. Do you rap at all? Hmm? Do you, Do you rap? Uh, it's like R and B. I I changed myself before r- and rapping and singing. Okay. What do you rap? What do you want to? Um, you want to spit anything for us? Do you want to sing anything for us right now? Uh, I have a song of mine, but I don't... Uh, Spike, I can show you uh, after the the interview. Oh, okay. Because I have it. I'm playing a video clip and thing like oh, that. Oh, okay, cool. What's your, what's your, what, do you, what do you think about all day? Uh, what I think about all yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. What, what do you think about all day? I think a, a bit of everything, but... Always about music and producing and playing guitar and and writing. What inspires your music? Um, my lifestyle inspires me a lot uh, because 
we are in a music course uh, and producing a music course in the school right here in Epi and a lot of already seen people and my family are always connected with music and one day when I was sad I listened to a music of a rapper here in Portugal and his name is Halloween Alan Halloween you have uh, yeah. for me is the greatest of all time the of here Portugal but everyone have their opinion but I start crying a lot with with the music with the feeling and then I think it to myself uh, I want to be a music artist too. also you want so so this a Halloween guy he, he inspired you he made you cry he made you feel emotional yeah and you you liked the way that his music made you feel and you're like I want to do that for other people I want yeah. to make music that yeah, makes yeah. people cry Okay, I gotta check. What do you have a sp SoundCloud or something? Uh, I didn't put my song on the road uh, already because I'm doing. Uh, I was playing. I'm doing um, a project. It's like me and my cousin. We sing. We have uh, a couple songs, but we didn't release. But the people are are liking. Um, are really liking. I already posted on Instagram uh, and preview of the song and. After the, um, the interview, I can show you if you want. Okay. Well, hmm. I'm trying to think what other questions. <laughs> uh, do you guys have a lot of friends here in Portugal? Um, I think it's like uh, people here in Portugal are always uh, bad, in a bad mood. Really? Is that true? Yeah. Why, why are people always in a bad mood? Um, we are just, I think most people are overworked, at least overworked. The, the Portuguese people. Overworked, okay. So we're really grumpy and... Yeah. Do you guys feel overworked? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. And we don't even like have a proper job yet, we just go to school. Okay. Huh. What, um, how do, how do people, I guess, huh. I, well, I, I guess that's why everyone, I, the one interesting thing about Portugal is everybody's always drinking on the streets. Yeah. Like in the US... It's uh, illegal. There's no, there's people, people, see that guy right there, he's drinking a beer. He's having a good time. Yeah, you can go. It's like, a cider? No, it's not, but. Oh, I it mean, is. Maybe it is, I don't know anything it's about It's like shit. Summersby. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. Well, uh, see, in America, if you drink on the streets, they'll tase you. But here, everyone's, you know, that's not true. You guys made, you guys, you guys, see, even the face that you guys made when I said that was like, oh, is that really a thing that happens? In no, it's not. I mean, I mean, actually, maybe it is. I don't know. It depends on the state. Depends on the state. Yeah. I think that's how. I think people think that in America, just everyone's. If you jaywalk, you get tased to death. Which I don't know. That probably happens in some places. But, um, oh, man. But yeah, I don't know. I guess that's why uh, you know people are trying to blow off steam. They're they're hanging out. They're living their lives. They're yeah. That's doing stuff. also why we drink so much. Yeah. We are so overworked. And I think it's kind of part of the culture of the our culture. culture. Uh, every time uh, you can see a Portuguese, uh, old guy, por old old man Portuguese, like have the that mustache, and always with a beer and a cigarette or drinking coffee. Yeah. Every time. It's like the, um, I know people in the U.S. talk about it a lot, like the European lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. It really is like cigarettes well, and coffee. Have you guys been to the U.S.? Um, to the U.S. never, but I've have a lot a lot of friends from there. Do you, uh, what's your, like, opinion of the U.S.? Like, do you have any, like, <laughs> what's your perception of what it's like over there? Um, well, uh, mind you, we are, like, since we are, like, literally in another continent, yeah. we are very fed by the media. Right, sure. So, mainly, I'll be honest, the, the vision Europe has of the U.S. is that you guys are very fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah like, that's what I've been hearing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, with geography or like maths, you guys, oh, yeah. you guys suck. Yeah, to be oh, yeah honest. I don't know yeah. where. I I can't even point my own. I, I don't even know where California is on a map. No, that's true, and that's not true. I do, I no, do, come on, but okay. I don't know. I, I actually, you know what? I thought the other day I was like, if I saw a blank, and I've been to almost every state, but if I had to draw a map of America, and with all the states and shit, I couldn't do it. But could you guys do that? Um, I've oh. taken like quizzes online of like getting the state right, but it depends on the state. There's some I know like just by looking at them. 
but there's others because you guys shape the fucking state so weirdly. Hey, I didn't do anything, all right? <laughs> I'm the, I don't. That was Joe Biden made the states. <laughs> Joe I think. Biden. But uh, uh, okay, so that we don't know geography. Yeah. And that any, anything else? In that your political views are also like kind of messed up. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, there's some of that for sure. But in there, aren't in there? Aren't there messed up political views everywhere? Uh, yes, but in a sense that, imagine, like here in Portugal, we also have like far right people, sure, just yeah. like you do in the U.S. Yeah. But the difference is, in the U.S., you guys are so like, the um, liberty rights, like you're yeah, free. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't tread on me. Yeah, exactly. Okay, the snake. That guy's my cousin, actually. We're he's he's a fellow reptile. <laughs> The problem is that you're so like um, about your own freedom, you start stepping over other people's freedom. You sure, know? Yeah, sure, sure. So it gets kind of clumpy and messy. Yeah, we. I. I, I noticed. I've noticed that. Um. I think. Uh, you know. I've been around Europe, like doing these interviews and stuff, and I, I think. Uh, uh. We definitely need a new PR person for the U.S. It's not hot for you wearing this. Is that hot for me? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh well, actually, uh, this night we got a nice little th bit of shade going yeah. on here. But before that, no, I wanted to die. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys' names again? Spike, Sergi. It's been nice talking to you guys, man. I Thank hope you. you achieve your dreams. I hope you become a tattoo artist, and I Thank hope you, you uh, you know, are able to inspire people with your. Your and musical thank you so much. talents. <laughs> I'm glad you guys seem like good friends. It seems like yeah, you got, and I know that you're making emo sad boy music. And here's what I here's what I hope for you. Here's what I hope for you. I hope that your depression continues to exist just enough for you to write good music, but not enough to impede your daily life. Because it seems like you got a lot of good stuff going on. That's what I yeah. think about every time I wake up. Is there anything else you guys want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Uh, um. I only have one question for you. Where are the other 99 Gex? If you can answer that, that's okay. What if I can't? If you can. I'm interested, yeah. I'm uh, pretty open to it. Uh, where are the other 99 Gex? Yeah. Uh, in my ass. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for talking to me, Gekko. Thanks. God bless you. Have a good one. See you guys around the universe. Thank you. Crazy, crazy time, crazy world. Shout out, shout out, 100 Gex. Shout out, oh. Portugal. Shout out, uh, the universe. <laughs> praise, uh, praise the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I gotta get better with my post call thoughts because I didn't really have any just now, but. Alright, let's see if anyone else wants to talk. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.